I'm Jessica. I'm Sonia. And I'm Marie. And we are Opinionated Lushes. Like our name says, we drink too much and have an opinion on everything. Once a week, we get together to drink and talk shit. We start our episodes off with a question and a drink word. We usually never stay on topic or wait for the drink word to start drinking. So go ahead, grab a drink, any kind of drink, and get ready to laugh with us and share our drunken opinions. Yeah, I want to apologize in advance for Dawn Sound. For some reason, StreamYard does not like her today. Didn't like me yesterday either. Yeah, this week. This week is just anti Dawn. I don't know. Anti Dawn. Womp womp. Hey, Dawn, you can do your next task, though. Okay. If you want. Um, what is everyone drinking tonight? Jessica, we'll start with you. Sorry, I was just playing with my background. I am drinking Paps Blue Ribbon Strong. 5.9% strong beer. Tastes like a light beer, but it's strong. <laughs> Sponsor <laughs> me, please. It's expensive. Yeah. I'm too poor now. <laughs> Sonia, what are you drinking tonight? Homemade sangria, and it's way too strong because I've only drunk this much, and my <laughs> head is spinning. Uh, but it's delicious. I found Cranjerail, tis the season. So that's going to be whatever I'm drinking for the rest of the season, the holiday season, winter, whatever, and whatever alcohol I mix it with. But it's so good. It's just wine and um, cranjerail. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I made jello cups and they have candies on top. That's so cute. Like like I have like teeth, brain. And eyes. And then I have them within here, too. And there's orange, green, and red. If you're watching on our YouTube, you can actually see what she's showing us right now. It looks so fancy. (laughs) And then I water, because this is going to be sweet as hell. Uh, David (laughs) had one, and he said that, like, the um, gummies have absorbed the alcohol, too. And I used three cups of vodka in them. So they're they're pretty strong, yeah. (laughs) That's a good amount of vodka. I usually use rum because I don't like vodka, but <laughs> I just hear a slurping. I know that's all like the whole episode's gonna be Dobry's terrible mic and then her sucking ass. That's what it's going to be. I'll just <laughs> we'll my title mic. it Don Sucking Ass. That's this episode is titled <laughs> Anus Licking. It's not, <laughs> like it's not even licking, it's full on like sucking okay. out the particles. Like it's <laughs> Like it's not getting you're hungry. You're getting a meal. Like that's what's <laughs> happening there. Yo, someone's getting ready to go for surgery, and you're like, I got you. That's what, that's what it is. That's so gross. Uh, oh, no. Okay, I'm muting you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck okay. you, bitches. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> okay. I do want to put a disclaimer on this episode because we actually have a topic already picked out, which can, uh, because it's talking about, you know, the world uh, and it's many issues that um, we can touch on some serious topics. We do tend to make jokes. I want you to, I want to let everyone know we are not making light of these topics. We are just trying to keep our mental health in (laughs) check. Thank we you. laugh to keep from crying. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, we well, yeah. talk about like how rough it is, like for unhoused people, stuff like that, like uh, people with epilepsy, other autism, lack of supports, and we make jokes about them, even though these are serious topics. Uh, we just like to laugh to feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're Basically. we're not 
we're not laughing at these topics. We are laughing with these topics because the solutions seem so ridiculously simple. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it just seems like why? And you could just laugh because it's so ridiculous. You have nothing else. You can't, there's no other response except for crying or laughing. The world is satire at this point. So, like, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. like, every time you watch the news, you have to think, like, is this actually real life? Like, this is actually happening? And it is. It really is. And it's sad. Yeah. Every day is a fucking Black Mirror episode. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ah, uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Sonia, you're going to kick this one off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my idea. Just because, though... So- we're going to talk about the UN 2030 agenda, which is pretty much like a world peace kind of thing, breaks it down, which that's pretty much been like UN's goal, I say loosely, since the beginning. So what made me think about this? So I, I have to, oh my God, I'm so intoxicated. So what <laughs> <laughs> So it is the goals and targets will stimulate action over the next 15 years in areas of critical importance for humanity and the planet. So the people, the planet, prosperity, peace, partnership. It's a lot of P's, man. You couldn't think of other things? Everyone loves a good alliteration. Yeah. Okay. So and then what brought this to my attention was um, somebody near Hamilton, the... There is a petition that the conservative Brooklyn government, Lewis. yes, All is backing. Now. Yes, is backing, and uh, it came up in a homesteading group I'm in, and the person saying, "Oh, you should sign this. You should sign this petition." She's like, "Oh, the sovereignty. Think of our sovereignty, our nation's sovereignty. That's why we need to leave the UN. Our nation's sovereignty." So in the petition itself, it doesn't really touch base on our, like, sovereignty. It does touch base on the comprehensive sexuality education. So this is, if you've been paying attention, there's the Million March, which is like, there should be no transgender education or safe spaces in school. A lot of people are like, that's not hateful. We should have the right. Our kids should not have these things forced upon them which it's not. Uh, You have the right, at least in elementary schools, you have the right to sign a paper saying my kids cannot participate in your sexual education because we have different views at home. 
But that but, doesn't even mean trans people and stuff won't come up. It just means right not being yeah. taught it. But what also is being said is that there's not even should be safe spaces for these kids because it just means it'll be in the face of their kids. And um, a lot of times when a lot of kids don't have safe spaces at home, they come to school to feel safe. And when you're transgender or queer or anything other on the rainbow of wonderfulness, being at school is the only place you can be yourself. And when you go home, you'd get abused, especially by these types of parents who are like, no, our kids can't learn these things. And no, my kids can't have safe spaces. Well, it's like, so, in Man- was it Manitoba that just passed the law? Or was it Saskatchewan? No, no, Saskatchewan. It's Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan okay. and Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, yeah. Where it's like, yeah. you can't, you, the teacher can't even protect the pronouns you tell them. Yeah. Yes. And uh, that's here too, New Brunswick. And uh, Higgs, are the guy of our province, is like, oh, we'll just hire more psychologists for kids to help kids in schools. Dude, there like hasn't hired anybody and people are leaving the province. There's not even enough psychologists for my kids. There's a wait list. So I don't know where he's finding. So there's been this March, Million March, and it's just hurtful for so many people. So what this, I'm like rambling. I'm sorry. This is a terrible no, no, time it's to be fine. intoxicated. That, that, million, <laughs> that million people March wasn't a million people. Like Canada's only like, like 100 million people. You know, like it's not, it yeah. wasn't a million people. I did go to one of the counter protests against the first time it was the million people's march uh they did it again um but i wasn't in the country uh at that point but the first one i did and it was the it was such a jarring like i've been to protests before i've been to rallies before um but this that experience really uh was really emotionally hard because it was the first time you saw white evangelicals nazi fascists and um, super religious Muslims all agreeing on one uh, one goal because it's like it it in all other respects like these people would not be rallying together, no, but yeah. they found this one common goal and it they all brought their kids and yeah, put that's their like kids so in the front line. Yeah. I was arguing with a six-year-old who was saying I was a pedophile and that the de- I need to take off my glasses so that I can see the devil on the flag, on the rainbow flag. Like, these <laughs> fucking six- and seven-year-olds, like, yelling. And their parents are behind them laughing. And it was just one of the most jarring, like, protests I've ever been to. It's ridiculous. And then these same people will say, we're the ones hurting children. They say they're trying to protect kids, but in reality, they just don't agree with views like the way people live their life. They're just bigots and they are using children as their shields. Like, yeah, I love everyone here. I'm going to use my child as like ammo. Yeah. 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 It's not me. Like, look, it's upsetting my kids. Kids do not care. Kids go they to school and they information from their parents. They're only they only are taught things like no one is born with empathy. You are taught empathy. They're lacking now empathy because of their parents. Yeah, it's very rare people have empathy naturally. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it is something that is a learned behavior. Exactly. Um, and so the kids don't care. They go to school and they see Timmy has two dads. They don't give a shit. They're like, oh, cool. Timmy has two dads. That's pretty cool, Timmy. Like, my dad is always drunk and yelling at my mom, but you know, <laughs> you seem happy. <laughs> it's it's just true. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cause you're like, you're, they're unhappy. They're like, well, I have to be married to this guy because God said I have to stay married, even though he beats me. Like, that's still like a lot of people are stuck with being in abusive relationships because of religion. Mm -hmm. So, Part of the UN's Agenda 3030 is to educate others about just because your religion thing, this thing, you can choose, you don't have to choose it, but you can choose to know that there's other information out there. Because there's a lot of countries run by governments and religious people, sometimes the same thing, where they're like, no, you don't get to learn this information. So the UN's like, I just want to like, that's part of the world peace is education. Like what you do with the information is on you, but we want to provide information. So, but the, the petition is like, no, providing this information is bad. And so the agenda 30, 2030 was made in 2015. And the only reason the girly is backing this petition is because of the million March that they're trying to like ride the waves of and hopefully get re-elected for their seat because uh people again people who live in the city tend to want rights for everybody the further away you are around people you don't see what they're going through so you're not going to be like okay maybe we should have rights for others so like the, the what's yeah. that what more is that rural, rural areas yeah, that the, like, what yeah. is that word the more <laughs> rural areas tend to also be the less educated uh they also if they've been there for a long enough timeline they also tend to be where lead poisoning is the highest so it's <laughs> just uh you know these are all coincidences of course um mm -hmm, of the, course. the one thing i did notice about her petition was um she also talks about health care in it and how it's uh the public and private life and it's like i'm like i thought we were publicly funded healthcare, but good to know you threw that private in there and right she, <laughs> and she explicitly mentions the bill and melinda gates foundation um which anyone that mentions that as well as uh international planned parenthood you know they're going after the anti-vaxxers and the uh, evangelicals right there like if you're putting those in your your petition to be like see look what the un's doing by catering to bill gates and his vaccines and catering to abortion planned parenthood they're trying those are like dog whistles to yes, pull those yes. kinds of people they're like oh, the un agrees with abortion no <laughs> way oh yes so this has nothing to do like that's what i said like that brought it up was the person was like the sovereignty of our nation the sovereignty of our nation and like canada still has the king okay we have their political party is the head of our political party like they they won't because then we could just like they won't be able to be like those are my puppets but they still can veto laws like technically mm -hmm. that's all things so we've never been a sovereign nation but like this woman was just regurgitating the same thing over and over and over when i was like okay like tell me your points because that's not what 
the agenda 2030 is at all. And she's like, no, no, it's like our sovereign nation. I was like, go read it. Like, here's the link. And then she's like, you don't have to sign this if you don't want to. So there is so <laughs> many. That's my opinion. That's what it is. There's absolutely, she did no at like research or reading about what's happening. And she's just like regurgitating this information. And so there is for over 43,000 signatures. I just want to point out, we tried to like help epilepsy get some signatures. And like, it was so informative. And all we were asking was for like the bare minimum police people to get first aid course. a free yeah. 30 minute module yeah. online that they can watch at their leisure. We just wanted to make that mandatory. 30 yeah. minutes. They yeah. can do it uh, on the clock. Like they would get paid. No. And they don't have to pay into it either. Like, no. it's free. Part of their training. It's already made. Yeah. I yeah. Just, already made. We're not losing money. They're not losing money. Can't make it. <laughs> I, I feel like if we, like, worded it, like, Justin Trudeau doesn't want this to happen, then so many people... We get all the signatures. It. Oh, my I God. Like Can we try? Can we do, yeah. like, a TikTok? <laughs> okay, how about we all... Okay, you know what? We'll plan this after. But, like, if we did, like, a TikTok where it did... Did you know Justin Trudeau doesn't believe in epilepsy? And like, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> like, I feel I, I don't know. I don't like a really out. tiny asterisk saying this is satire and hashtag satire in the post, and yeah. then we can't get sued. Yeah, I I don't want like epilepsy Southern Ontario to like lose any support they have, but like, I'm sure because. Okay, let's do it after the live fundraising live stream on December (laughs) second from two a.m. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, and then and then we'll try it. That way, they can't be mad at us. We like just did a fundraiser for them. So, like the other day, I looked at this. None of it had zero signings, but now they have ten. So, like somehow, this misinformation made it all the way over there. Um, colonizers. It's like the ten white people in none that of is, that's what it is, <laughs> Fucking white Fucking people. settlers <laughs> just up there. They're like, oh, oh man. Okay, so <laughs> New Brunswick actually has 741. So that's when I first looked at this when it was posted, it only had 300. So then it got posted into like the homesteading group. Every time I mean they are like anti-government anti-vaccines so i was like oh my gosh when am i ever gonna find somebody who believes in science and wants to like take care of the environment and stuff like i do i did find somebody but they're not in that group preppers and homesteaders uh are like they're notorious for being libertarian which means they're right-wing anarchists you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. um so so like Anarchism tends to be more left-wing. They tend to not think a state can solve their problems, but a community versus mm-hmm. libertarians that think a state can't solve our problems, but I can. I yeah. <laughs> that's for me. Just yeah. me. I can solve the problems. Yeah, that's the libertarian idea. Um, and a lot I'm part of a prepper group in Canada. And uh yeah, a lot of it is libertarians where they're like, it's the end of the world. What are you gonna do? Yeah, well you you bring that up and they're like, they'll use science when it comes to like keeping their food or growing food or doing all this stuff, but when it comes to like science of vaccines or science of whatever, nope, 
you know, it's, it's the government's lying to you. And it's like, yes, they are, but not about this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, fuck it. Like, I think I blame the government because they've kind of ruined it. They've, yeah. like, gone back on their words so many times and lied so many times that, like, when they are speaking the truth, people who are like, well, they lied to me once, they're never going to speak the truth again. Like, those people hold grudges, okay? They clearly have autism. There's a lot of people with autism. You do them wrong once, they will never forgive you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It depends on what it is, though. Okay, like Justin Trudeau, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Okay, I'm talking to you. GG, Bibi, mano, listen. mano, e mano. Uh, these two ladies know I've always been anti JT. I've been JT's a better option than whatever conservative comes up, but I've always been ans- uh, anti JT. And uh, hey, I thought you uh, ran on voter reform. I thought that's the big like right at the beginning. Right? <laughs> I thought that was the thing. Uh, and but that's not what got him the votes, though. Oh. We all know that's not what got him the votes. And oh, that's why I, I voted for him. That's why a lot of people. No, that is of- one of my reasons. I voted for him because I, for him. Of, <laughs> I never um, voted for him. No, I only voted for him once. I didn't vote for him for the recent election. I voted NDP. Um, but like I voted for him because he wanted to extend maternity leave from twelve months to eighteen months, which he did. Which he did. That's what I mean. Like, so like the things I voted for him for. Bullshit deal. Because I know because you get the same amount of money, money. but you have to stretch it out longer. Yeah, I know. I know. No one knew that part though. But all we knew is we were getting an extra six months, and we're like, fuck yeah. So he did do it, but he kind of, you know, fucked that up. Um, The thing that I'm pissed off about though is he said he was going to be for more for indigenous rights and cleaning up the water, and that was my next point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things he. That is what I'm pissed off at him for. Like, that's my personal reason. I'm like, bro, you said over and over again you were going to clean up the indigenous, like the indigenous, like the reserves and the water supply. You fucking. We have so much water in our country. Okay, so much, and you can't fucking clean it. He can't. There's contracts with Nestle. That's what like (laughs) was supposed to be kicked out of our country, and that they didn't. They changed like their company name or something. Is I'm. It sounds like a conspiracy. It is, Uh, but it's it's money. It's not though. But like it's a Ponzi scheme. I just want to say one a wrong recommendation just off of uh, Don's because I was going to bring that up. Um, Seven Fallen Feathers uh, by Tanya Talaga. I apologize for uh, the pronunciation. Is about seven uh uh missing and murdered indigenous boys in thunder bay but she does a a great chapter on justin trudeau's failings in um indigenous care since being elected including going through a lot of the uh government process they had like a big tribunal thing going on everything like that so highly recommend that book if you want to know more about justin trudeau's indigenous fuck-ups yeah. Oh my God. One is the big one is the federal only holiday. So the government could be like, oh, it's sad what we did. So I'm going to take a paid vacation day yeah. off. Yeah. Or, or, or land acknowledgements. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know we took it. I know. I know we took it. <laughs> they do that on the flights now. Like I'm flying <laughs> from the UK, the most. Like Britain's pretty known for its colonization efforts it's, right now. I'm sure it's number one. Like it's <laughs> number one. I mean, it's, number- it's almost number. Like it's not. It's losing it to like the USA, but you know, like it's yeah. it's getting there. They um, held it the longest. They, they held it the longest. World history, like, the longest. Good for yeah. them. 
<laughs> flying back into Canada and they have to pop up a video about the land acknowledgments of Canada. And I'm like, but did you give them any land back? No. Like, you're acknowledging, like, I thought that was part of court. Like, if you acknowledge that you did a wrong, then you can you get have to compensate somehow. Yeah. yeah. No, so you just have to apologize. apologize. No. So with court, yeah, you, you just have apologize. to acknowledge and apologize. You don't have to give back anything. If you no, ask for an only apology, if you're you can found get one. guilty. If you yes. apologize prior to being found guilty, they can find you guilty based on you acknowledging guilt via the apology. Right. Yeah. Don't apologize. But I don't think they went back to court, court, did they? No. N- no, but I'm saying if you're they're giving land acknowledgments. I know. It's like they're apologizing. Then you should go back to court like, and get them guilty. We then. just fucking took this. Land. It's like you. Hey, UN. Where were you on that? I just want to say, like the last residential yet. school. <laughs> no, the last that residential school thing, closed right? in 1996. So in Canada. So hey, UN. You were alive for like 50 years. Where where were you? Yeah. No, the UN. <laughs> we'll go into Where's that. that base? I love the like in theory. I love what the UN could be. Um, I oh, just yes. think okay, the idea, like, the ideology behind it is fantastic. We need to reset. Like we need to get rid of it. Call it something else because like rebrand. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we need to rebrand re-branding. the UN again. Because mm-hmm. the UN again, is a rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. But we need to like kick kick everybody out. The G7. Oh, now G6 because they kicked out the United States. I don't know if they brought them back in, but like. There's like the G6 summit or whatever. That yeah. should be the new UN because it's only the good countries that aren't trying to kill everybody. But I think, yeah, well, sorry. I'm I think the, still the G6 is the United States, France, UK, Germany, oh, Japan, and Italy. And then the G7 uh, was added because Canada was added. Yeah, Canada yeah, but they, got added in. But I thought they kicked out the states when Trump was there. Group of seven. No, Trump threatened to leave. Yeah. I don't think they kicked him out. He threatened yeah, to leave. Technically, I don't think the United Kingdom should be in it um, until they give back everything that's in the British Museum. <laughs> but I think you the royal should just, family yeah. should give up their shit. Like that's really gonna happen. Yeah, I think it should be the bare minimum. Um, so go back to G six. But like, like. Yeah, but even then, even then, like, uh, now that I'm looking at the G6, three out of those six countries have veto power in the UN. So there's on I top of Russia states. and China, I believe. Yeah. So US, there's only the France, three with K, Russia and China all have veto power in the UN. UK and France do still? I didn't yeah. know that. I thought it was just the three. I thought it was just US... No, I- The United Nations Security Council veto power is five permanent members. Yeah, okay. Unless they change it. It says five right now. So yeah. 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 So So, China, France, Russia, UK, and United States. Yeah. I was misinformed. Yeah. So it is the five. So I do think that's funny that three of the G6 is also three out of five that can veto in the UN. But they don't have veto power. Nobody in the G6, 7, whatever, has veto power. For their things, not for UN things. Yeah, we're getting rid of the UN. (laughs) (laughs) I just, anything the United States touches, or the UK touches, but like 
the U.S. is obviously the more superpower right now. Um, I don't trust, considering they, like, in the U.N. vote against things like... Um, Human rights? Human rights, yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the U.N. was like, hey, maybe we should stop killing people for crime for a while. Like, just, just a... What's, what's the word? Memor... Memori- memoratorium? Mem- yeah, memor- memor- yeah. You know the word. <laughs> you yeah, know I know the word. I know what you're saying. I, I hear you're like, you you're like hey, we just, we're just going to put a pause on killing people for crime. Mm-hmm. There's a pause. And the U.S. Yeah. and China were both like, nah. Nah. <laughs> That's why I always love when, like, U.S. Eh. people hate China. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, have you guys, do you not realize? It's just, like, and war crimes, you're doing your job. Like, so you say you're like an army person and you get drafted to go and you kill people, but that country captures you, you're now dead because they have the right to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, well, technically you went to war, so you deserve to die anyway, but I guess, you know, that's what happens. But like, you shouldn't. Like, you were following orders and for your country that you believe in, that you said you'd die for, but that I think there should be a hold off on like, technically, are you guilty then? Like if your I country, I would say yes. I say yeah. I would say yeah. Like, Nazis problem. are guilty. Like if you sign up, that's Nazis. a you fucking problem, right? Like and so like any American soldier that but they're oh, but if, oh sorry go no, you blanked out. I, no, no, draft, no. If you're if you're talking about the draft, no, no, the, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Well, no, no saying, if you are, that's even worse. <laughs> it, well, I was gonna yeah. say if you are like the the punishment is like five years in prison. And personally, I would give five years in prison to not go to war. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, is Good that, luck finding me, bitches. Yeah. No. <laughs> I go at forcing going to road. No, no. I, you cut, like, you cut off in my ear. So I didn't mean oh, to, sorry. like. No, no, no. I didn't no, mean okay. to, like, interrupt. Yeah. So my point was, like, people are so brainwashed in thinking. So the army goes to school to be like, hey, you should join the army because it's cool. And so just like religion, sorry, guys, um, it's taught at such a young age as like it's manipulative. You know, they're not taught that there's other things. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the best thing you can do for your country is go to war. To um, serve. And, and then there's also child soldiers. Mm-hmm. So do those people deserve to die because they're in the army? Do I think 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds deserve to die in the army? Of course not. Do I think 30-year-olds in the army deserve to die? Well, I'm I'm saying your your job is literally to die. Like if you haven't figured that out yet, then that's on you. Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays because we live in a world of knowledge. You go on TikTok for 5 that's minutes. That's what I was going to say. There's like, education out there. If you search for it, it's there. I follow so many ex-veterans who joined when they were 19, right? And then by 25, they realized, like, they're like, what the things I was told to do were yeah. awful. Like, you know, like, if 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 you're um in the U.S., sorry, I only know uh, U.S. stats for this, but it's like a lot of the times it's like you kill a civilian, you pay the family, like, a couple hundred dollars U.S. And that's you're just nothing. the price of the body, <laughs> You know, and it's just like, if you can do that and not feel like you're on the wrong side of things, then you probably deserve to be there. Yeah. 
You know what I yeah. mean? It, and like, obviously, I don't blame children. Uh, you know, a lot of countries use child soldiers. Um, I think the U.S., even though they start at 18, they don't they start recruiting around 16. They just yeah, the they high do, and they have military school, military training. Yeah. It's called. Um, what's it called? West Wing? That, well, even they do it here, you know, cadets and all that yeah. stuff is kind of yeah, getting you prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and so like it's it, that's child soldiers, too. It is. It's manipulation. It's like church going to church every Sunday. Yeah. If you don't do what you're supposed to, you're going to burn in hell. And a lot of the army has religion attached to it. A lot of like, yes, you're doing for God and country. So, yeah. like, my stepdad so went to Afghanistan. Okay, my stepdad went to my my mom's second husband, uh, father of my brothers, um, a longest stepdad I had. Uh, he, he uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to word this. Um, he uh, he he went like to like he was draft like he not drafted but he went across um, uh, with Canada, the Canadian Army, and stuff like that. Um, I don't know the whole story. But I believe he was like diagnosed bipolar and stuff like that and ended up leaving. Then uh, in his 40s, he got diagnosed with lung cancer. Easily traced back to when he was uh, deployed. Yeah. Um, he passed away a couple years ago. Uh, he was like 47, 46. Uh, he left behind three kids uh and me but you know <laughs> i didn't count once he wasn't married <laughs> you know uh, but you know so he and and all because he joined the war and from what i learned uh one of my brothers one of his kids uh joined because he didn't know what to do and his dad did it so might as well and i'm just like how can you watch someone die doing something do like that and then still feel like that's that's part of it you know, and it's really hard because I lived on a base in Alberta for a bit. And like all of us army kids went to one school. Yeah, it's such a close community too. Uh, like army life, everybody, like you feel like you owe them something, you know, like. Oh my God. Just- okay. No, 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 I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, um, no, no. Have you Fine, watched- God, something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched those TikToks with the wives of army or cops cops they, 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 they are part of the force or they are part of the military and I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy they're just like yeah we fight for them too and i'm like oh, oh my god i'm so embarrassed well i because feel like that's part of the time yeah, yeah i was gonna say part of that's even generational trauma because from like the past world war because that's what happened like all these wives ended up having to get jobs yeah Ended up having, like, for the first time in, like, women's history, women had no work and run the country because we weren't men... allowed. Yeah, we weren't <laughs> allowed because all these men went off to war, you know, and, like, that's, I, I mean, that was, like, the downfall of history, right? Because all these men ended up coming back and then women were like, uh, but I kind of liked having my own money. Yeah, I like being <laughs> my own person. Wow. I like being property. I like having a bed to myself, you know? Like, wow. I don't like the less of the laundry I had to do. Like, like it's just, it, yeah. So, like, I, I'm always anti-war, you know? I, I understand conflicts can happen, but goddamn, we're adults. If you can't run a country without starting a war, you're too immature to run a country. It's always men. <laughs> it's always men. It's always men. <laughs> Did you Always. see that um that one woman that's getting interviewed by like the Daily Show or whatever? And um she's like he's like, uh, do you, can a woman run a country? And she's like, No, because when she goes on her period, she'll start a world war like that. And the guy's like, But haven't all wars been started by men? And then she's just like, 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like women are our worst enemies. But like they're again, it's learned information from men. Um, they just are like, no, women can't do these things. But women have been doing these things. Like it's just they thought like, like women couldn't like, ride on trains because our uterus would fall out because of the high speed, you know, like they're not very smart in women's functioning. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, we've been property for so long and not functional property. We were just there. Um, there's zero knowledge on how we're supposed to work. And even now we go to the doctors. Nobody knows what's happening. No. Like that's if you're a man, though. But yeah, it all has to do with the uterus. Whatever health condition you have, it's because either you're bleeding or you had something put in there. Like it's a whole hormones. Uterus. Yeah, that's what I hormones. don't tell when I'm on. Like, I do not. It's whatever's coming in or coming out of your vagina. That's what your health issue is. Yeah. Whenever I'm asked that, I'm like, that's not your business. Always. And they're like, oh, we need to know. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, would you ask a man this question? No. Like, unless I think I'm pregnant or I'm getting an x-ray, that's the only time you should be asking when was my last period. Yes. No time before. And I highly recommend everyone take that advice, um, (laughs) especially uh, in the U.S. where Roe v. Wade was overturned. Uh, Your doctors can be subpoenaed for your health information. So please don't give them information about when your last period was. And in Canada, uh, well, as we see from this petition, um, they are very anti-planned parenthood, which I don't even think there's. Is there planned parenthood in Canada? No, we so just like why free. Like, like that's what I was like. I was like, mine was done at like a secret ward in a hospital. Like, what are yeah. you talking There's about? doctors' <laughs> offices. Like, you can just go to a clinic. There's women clinics. At, like, yeah, yeah. So and it's like, it, yeah. I just you know like uh, it, it. Yeah. So it just we still yeah, are behind in uterus health because you can't like I have PCOS and I have issues all the time and I'm almost 40 and about like six years ago I stopped asking like yeah. I just live with it now like that that's my life because they say no you might want more kids are you fucking kidding my kids are broken They're, I am not <laughs> reproducing I'm broken I should have reproduced to begin with like it's when Chris got his vasectomy, like I went to the appointment and I talked to the doctor just so that I could feel powerful. But I know the doctor didn't need me there. He said, no, no, no. Chris gave that to me, though. He let me have that. He was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, uh, is there anywhere nearby? He really wants this specific clinic. Do you think? And I'm just like, <laughs> let me feel like I'm controlling your testicles, please. Yeah, they're. Nothing. Yeah, Kyle was able just to like make an appointment. Zero questions. He just said, I'm 26 and I'm done having kids. That was it. Uh, I do want to talk about the um, agenda a little bit because yeah, um, yeah. my favorite part about the UN is how it measures things. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> That's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. So we we already talked about um those that have veto power. Uh mm-hmm. uh US, UK, France, Russia, and China. Okay. So let's think about the economy of all those. Now let's think about how um the UN measures extreme poverty. 
Mm. <laughs> you know, so, so they want to eradicate extreme poverty by 20, uh, 2030. Um, what do you think is the amount they measure as extreme poverty? 30,000. Lower. 15. Lower. Oh my God. A <laughs> dollar 25 a day. So that's not actual countries on like side or, or anything like that. That's, um, like, uh, that's their current, uh, they written in their goal to end poverty in all its forms everywhere. By 2030, they want to eradicate extreme poverty for all people everywhere, currently measured as people living on less than a dollar 25 a day. Now, I think that dollar 25 might be by US standards. Like it's a US dollar 25, maybe, and poverty in all its forms, which uh, technically you can't do under capitalism because capitalism requires a working class that is poor. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind it of doesn't make sense. It like on like it's it's like and then if you can talk about social democracies, which always end up turning into capitalism, that's what's happening in Canada right now. That's what's happening in the UK right now. You know, the public health care, public housing is starting to get overrode by the private sector as the private sector gets richer, which always uh -huh. happens in social democracies that believe in capitalism. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that like all of the 16 goals. Um, are hindered by capitalism. So like yes. no property, <laughs> capitalism, zero hunger, capitalism, good health and well-being, capitalism, quality <laughs> education, capitalism, only private schools get the quality education, gender equality, capitalism, capitalism. clean water and sanitation, capitalism. capitalism, affordable and clean energy, capitalism, <laughs> Decent work and economic growth. Capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> Industry innovation and infrastructure. Capitalism. Capitalism. It does not breed innovation. It breeds <laughs> 500 million of the same iPhone. Reduced inequalities. <laughs> Capitalism. Sustainable cities and communities. Capitalism. Capitalism. Responsible consumption and pr production. That's capitalism. capitalism. Climate action. Capitalism. Uh, the reason the top polluters are factories that make shit. <laughs> That's, yes. mm -hmm. It's not the individual person. And that means the life below water and the life on land are affected by the climate action. And then we got peace, justice, and strong institutions. Capitalism. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's if you guess capitalism, goal. you would be correct. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I just wanted to bring up because I knew this stat um prior to reading this, just because this is if you read any United Nations statistic regarding poverty, this is how it is measured. Um, so like a lot of um pro-US people, pro-capitalism people actually. <laughs> will um, be like, oh, capitalism helped eradicate world poverty because you'll look at world poverty levels when most of the time, if you get rid of China's contribution to that, it actually goes down. Like poverty is worse than before. Yeah. <laughs> China happened to bring poverty up so high that even though like, capitalism was bringing poverty to like lowest depths, it still brought it up. 
Now, it's not to say or China's a great country because it's China. Yes. But it's to say that you can't, like, when you're comparing, like, a lot of these countries together that have the same veto powers in the UN, uh, you find that, you know, some things, if they're very free market, uh, doesn't really work out well for them. But I just wanted to point out that, yeah, by 2030, they want to eradicate extreme poverty for all people everywhere, currently measured as people living on less than $1.25 a day. Now, in most first world countries, you cannot live no. like homeless yeah. people are making that's more money. No, that. like there's that's really almost no countries. It's mostly the countries that don't have um a strong like the ones that have already been them. looted by the first world countries. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the ones who are already struggling and are at the bottom <laughs> have mm-hmm. already been dealing with all the coups by the gas yeah. companies paid by the US. Yeah. I gotta say one good thing about this, like in theory, I love all of it, but one right. good thing is Canada's on the Canadian website. Uh, it is really like, um, there's not really any jargon, like, and it has like little pictures and stuff. It's easy to read. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I like about it. Uh, but besides that, no. So, like, Canada like a- picked and chosen the parts of the Agenda 30 that they wanted. Like, but they still haven't implemented it. Like, universal, um, uh, what's it called? The universal benefit where everyone gets it. Basic income? Yeah. They're still it. voting on that. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's part of Agenda 30, 2030. Yeah. They, they want that, but they still haven't implemented it or whatever. 15-minute um, cities. Oh my god, the conservatives think this is like the worst thing ever, but it's actually good. <laughs> okay, I was just in London, UK, specifically Shoreditch neighborhood for most of it. Um, and every like you just walk, like driving seems so dangerous there. <laughs> like you just walk everywhere, and there's so much signage and so much so much going on. It's like built for walking and biking, and it was just amazing. Right. And like, then I come back here and I'm like, I can't even get to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. (laughs) You know, like we built this entire continent of North America around cars. Yeah. Before we had cars, we built it around cars. Right? We, <laughs> we found a way. Like, oh, so, man, so many of these streets in London are, like, diagonal or offshoots because the buildings were there first. Yeah. yeah. But then here, it's, like, 16-length highways and shit. <laughs> to connect like, one to A to B. Yeah. And then you got to fill it. And, like, so part of Agenda 30, uh, 2030 is that they want to preserve and keep 50% of the land habited, like, uninhabited. We're, like, just wilderness, right? And they want it all connected. Like, from the tippy top of North Lake, of, like, the Northwest Territories, all the way down to, like, southern Mexico. They want it all connected and, like, kind of like our green belt, but obviously larger. Um, uh, and then they want 1,500 cities. <laughs> yes. Right? Right. And, like, they want to cut emissions like that. And I'm for it. Like, I'm just like, that, that's like amazing. I don't drive. So that's why I like it. Yeah. So in theory, if this was done worldwide, it's amazing. But they're gearing it to the countries that are struggling the most. So they, so because the UN people who are like doing this, they're powerhouses, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like manipulation, kind of like very colonizing. I want to like. Very colonizing. Very colonizing. So they're the we're gonna be their saviors. So this this isn't happening here. Um it should but they be based but, a lot of it about here. But they haven't been implementing. They're no, trying no. to implement on other countries. Um, so I understand um a little bit. So the petition is kind of like, oh, they're like, but they don't say it that way. They don't say it's like manipulating countries that are struggling like the, there's like a power dynamic there they just the petition words it different um where it's um fuck they just word it that like oh like canada um it's gonna it's affect just, our health care and our education yeah, and yeah. it has nothing to that. do with the manipulation of other countries like our our stance our values on other countries it's mostly oh they're gonna like do that to our kids. They're going to do that to us, uh, which um, again, it's always a choice, but I am worried. It's not a choice to these other countries because um, if you're starving and all you're being offered is a moldy hamburger, you're going to eat that moldy hamburger because that that's your only choice, like, or you'll die. That's, mm-hmm. that's it. So I feel like, again, it's manipulation, very colonizing. Well, yeah, especially because this country is like the U.S. where like they uh, I mean, they just had another mass shooting in Maine. Yes, they have a mass shooting. 
nearly every day over here yeah nearly mm-hmm. every day they have a, a a a shooting like a mass shooting it doesn't always make the news um they have people starving to death they have people that can't afford housing they have people that can't get health care they have children starving to death they have um so one of the highest rates of uh, infant mortality and maternal mortality rates, uh, especially in women of color out of all of the top countries, um, they have some of the lowest literacy rates, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the U.S. And uh, I would argue that the U.S. is a third world country. It's it's just packaged nicely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, like it's, it's a third world country with a nice coating. So did you see the TikTok where they said that they're sending $100 billion to the wars and whatever, right? And someone did the math of what $100 billion could do for the United States. It would solve um, education. Everyone would have post-secondary education. Um, It would solve so much of the hunger in the United States. And it would solve so much of the healthcare problems. Like it would actually have a fundamental, like, system going. Kind of like how Canada has, like, universal health care. They'd have something similar. Ours is but, doing so good. Yeah, <laughs> no, ours is being privatized. And uh, for those listening, make sure to tune in to the Tipsy All the Way uh, second annual 16-hour live stream fundraiser on December 2nd, uh, where we'll be raising money for various um, resources, including a healthcare agent, like a healthcare uh, thing for epilepsy um, that helps provide uh, resources and stuff to those suffering from epilepsy because guess what? Not funded by our provincial healthcare. So. We have a lot. Like our causes are really like things that need more support. Food, um, knowledge, and epilepsy care. All yeah. not funded. Education, healthcare, and um, food. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, just the basic. The bar is on the floor. Like, no, it's buried. It's not even on the floor anymore, So I mean, You have to dig to find it now. <laughs> I, I did want to say one thing about the UN. Um, and it's just the fact that it was established to prevent future wars. Yet the U.S. was allowed That's- to have so many wars. And then yeah, now so we're in a literal yeah. genocide. And the U.S. was like, you know what? People in Gaza do not need food, actually, and gas. No, but we're Israel. So we're just gonna veto that because we have that power. You know, like we're just gonna do that because we side with Israel. It's like thanks, guys. They've given Israel over since nineteen forty whatever. They've given Israel two hundred and eighty-six billion dollars towards the IDF. Okay, Jim Crow Joe, Joe Biden. Back in the Jim Crow era, back in the 80s, he said, and I quote, Israel is an investment. So uh, good for them. We knew where he was going to stand. Um, was that Honduras was almost Israel? Because uh, the Zionists had a couple um, choices in between uh, what was going to be Israel. And so everyone that thinks like, that's their na- their land. It's like, no, they made it up. They made it up for you guys. It's another white colonizer, Jewish people. Um, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to say bad about your religion. Yeah, you can't be anti-Semitic. It's not a Jewish thing. No, No. that. But I mean, like, just like Christian white people 
kicked out people of color of all their country. So like, it's just the white people of a certain religion took over a country. So then the white people that took over another country was like, hey, that's cool. Let's back each other up. Colonists mm-hmm. always stick together. Yes, that is what happened. And yeah. it's, it's not good. Um, and so this war has been going on for a long time because the people want their land back. Um, it, but it, was, but yeah, like, it wasn't their land to begin with. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's really bad because uh, a long time ago, conquering nations, it's really shitty. Um, but we are products of nations being conquered, right? Yep. And it's, it's shitty. Um, I'd be fine with not existing, actually. Like yeah, if that well, was a choice. Now that I, now that I exist, <laughs> I don't want to not exist, right? Like I don't want to be bombed. It's just me. I'm like I don't want like like I would love to share what I have with everybody I can, and that includes Indigenous people. But like I don't want to be like, hey, you took our land, give me back this land and your chickens and your trees, right? Like that's I, you know, it's a I really feel shitty like there's situation. A middle ground in yeah. in that. Yeah. Um. What Israel is doing is it's not a middle ground. There's no, no middle ground. No justice. No peace. There is no middle ground in this. This is a genocide. This is yeah. It's got to the um, point now where they're just trying to wipe out an entire country, which yeah. they've been trying. It's it's a hard. It's hard to kill a lot of people. Like even when the U.S. did its massive genocidal bombings, it still would only kill like. 250,000 people total. Like, it's really hard to kill a lot of these people. Like, these large amounts of people. People, you know, like, it, it takes it takes a long time. But unfortunately, um, it seems that they might be succeeding. Like, it's, Yeah. It's been it's taking really 75 slow, years. Yeah. They've been this slow process, but they're getting there, you know? Um, uh, I just do want to say, uh, just because it, it happened this morning, um, we are now out of contact with everyone in Gaza. They yeah, have no, no phone. There's no internet. So uh, I do. Um, I, I assume I'm speaking for all of us that we are free Palestine. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So uh, I just yeah. want to put that stance out there because I know there is a lot of people with way bigger audiences than us that aren't making a stance because like I don't even care if you're pro-Israel make that stance so I know not to support you like they're like yeah. I don't know it's like the education's there pick a fucking side man like it, like yeah, this it, this is pretty much you're not your your Germany moment think of yeah. this like this is your Germany moment here you you're hearing about these concentration camps you're hearing about what they did to all these people and you have to make a choice what choice are you making and remember if you cut a centrist a nazi bleeds because that's what you are if you don't take a stance sorry yeah if you're, <laughs> if you're like opinionated luscious yeah so like if you're not speaking out against genocide and nazis like you're for them like yeah. that's pretty much how it is. This isn't if like if you're not against it, you're for it. it if you it's don't, not a gray situation. Like there is no. parts of it that are gray, but this situation where there is a country being slaughtered and again cut off from society, uh, even the Ukraine has still access to the outside world. Like this yeah. is 
a pocket full of mice just scurrying trying to get cheese and live for their life. Like they're treated. They don't even have animals. water. They yeah. don't have. If you control water. their water and electricity, maybe it's not a fair war. Exactly. <laughs> like maybe yeah. it's not too sad <laughs> yeah. there. You know, if if you're fighting Gaza, but yet people it, like uh, uh, Palestinians in West Bank are still dying where there's no Hamas. Maybe it's not about Hamas, you know, like it's yeah. it's just there's so much. I, I feel like there's no gray area. There's just nuance. Yeah. Like and the nuance is to understanding that there's no gray area. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you like, know? You, so here's the thing. If you are, are certain that you have no education behind it and you don't know where to stand or whatever, listen, learn. If you don't feel like you can articulate a good argument about it then repost other people who are giving that information. There's d different ways that you can show your support. You don't have to exactly speak it, but show where you stand. You don't have to do it like physically, but you can reshare, repost. Like there's so much information out there. Just listen. That's all you have to do. Yeah, I personally don't think people who don't understand should just regurgitate information. Like, if you're like, my uncle is for, we'll say Israel, and you're like, okay, well, I believe him because he seems like a smart man. Like, yeah, no, if I you're don't. just... No, no, you have to listen to both sides, sides and figure out where you stand. And yeah, then but a lot of people... Palestinians, too. Yes, but yeah. a lot of people... Um, so it sounds like an easy concept for people sometimes to just absorb information and able to, like, understand it. Um but for a lot of people, understanding information is not actually that easy. Um, that's why we have leaders and stuff. They're well, yeah. I don't know, they're fucking idiots too. But mm -hmm. the reason we have like leaders and stuff, because we've always been a people like humans, they need somebody to look up to. A lot of humans cannot get their own information. A lot of humans can't understand their own information. Cause like so if you think about the population and you think about how dumb people are, they're actually not dumber than that. They, they well, I always, I always say that. Think of the average, like the average smarts of a yeah. person. Remember, 50% are dumber than that. Part of that can be combated by education. Part of that used to be better. Education actually used to be better, more more up to speed where we're where we, we are were getting at. lower lower education like we are getting our IQs yeah. are getting lower so the average is actually lower than it used to be exactly so, um say like so 140 is a genius before that used to be like rare and like there was an average 100 now, was supposed to be the average <laughs> it was now like and then it went everywhere so the average is lowering so you still yeah. hear 140 and stuff like that because it doesn't actually go higher than that but like mm -hmm. The hundred now is more like eighty, like before yeah. it was like eighty. Mm -hmm. So like our average intelligence is lowering. Like in an age where information is so in your face, like you should be getting smarter, mm -hmm. but people don't have the ability to like kind of like box information on where it's supposed to go. So like yeah, it's great to support people by sharing information. But at the same time, a lot of people, that's my opinion. Everyone's allowed their own opinion. Um, a lot of people don't understand information. So I don't think you should just be sharing your stance because somebody, Uncle Bob, shared his stance. I, like that. I, well, this is why Facebook is such a problem because you tend to trust people in your life. And when people yeah. in your life that you trust are sharing this information, you trust that they looked into it. And that's where a lot of this misinformation tends to like 
go. Um, I feel like, uh, it, it, you know, obviously it should be a personal responsibility to always make sure you have the best, most up-to-date um, information. Like, I feel like that's something we all have. We tend to, like, double check and fact check to make sure yeah. we we are <laughs> we're correct in what, what we're talking what's about crazy is we're smart people like which scares <laughs> me by the way i just want to point that out there like i sh whenever i like am talking to people I, this sounds so condescending uh, but i do realize that i am able to process information more effectively than a lot of other people and i always thought i was really dumb Growing up, I just thought I was dumb. But then um, Kyle is a fucking genius. Um, anybody who knows that he's actually like one of those super stupid smart people. And he's like, we can keep a conversation. You're not like you're actually one of the smart people. I was like, no, 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 no. That's impossible. I cannot be a smart person. Like that's not. But then I look into it. I'm like, you know what? the way I process information, I do catch on quick. I do research. I like statistics, all these other things. And I'm like, okay, maybe sure. I can't add very fast, but there's different types of smarts, but there, yeah, people, I'm just like, I can't, I can't fathom how smart I am compared to a lot of my peers. Cause I can retain a lot of information. I can learn a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I can grasp things I can. And a lot of people can't. It's you know? true. It's a lot of people do rely on their like close, like um, relatives and friends for their information. That's true. I that's human don't. nature. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I personally don't like, um, well, first of all, my family's no longer around, so I don't have to like listen to them. But like information that I have received from like, let's say my mother from like, 20 some odd years is not the correct information today and i can see that and i idolized that woman okay there was a lot of things she said that was correct but there is still things that she said that wasn't and i can separate the two i can separate my love for her and know when she was wrong yeah i don't have to listen to every single word she ever said and believe on it and hang on it just because she was my mother so i feel like that's a cop-out in a sense but I understand at the same time because I see women listen to their husbands all the time. Okay. Okay. Being smart isn't, doesn't mean knowing the information. It means either a being able to find the correct information yes, and B yes. knowing when to change your mind because you yes. have received new information. Yes. That is smart. <laughs> yeah. like, that is what smart is. You know, yeah, like yeah. smart isn't I can know all these facts like that's not what smart is smart is the ability to learn and the ability to understand and adapt exactly because yes, I always say smarts has nothing to do with like your math skills or anything like that. It no. is adaptability and like doctors are just people who have failed upwards. I have had to because they learn something they don't have to adapt anymore. It's whatever they uh, learn and they stick to it. And that's yes, and bullshit. So I go to the hospital. I have like, again, we talk about that. I'm fucking broken. And they will take my oxygen on a little thingamajiggy. You know, you get your little thing. They're like, your oxygen's fantastic. I'm like, I can't breathe. I was <laughs> like, you need to check my CO2 levels in my blood. They're like, no, we don't. I'm like, yes, you do. Like, you got to. Like, that's, this is my life. I'm, I know it. <laughs> and then yeah. they do. And they're like, oh, shit, you're only at 70%. You know, like, so it's. 
then they're like, okay, let, let's see what's going on. And then it's always something with my lungs because secondhand smoke. Um, <laughs> so like, it's just, they are people who failed upwards. And yeah. people are like, oh, they're like, doctors are so smart. Doctors are so smart. Well, like, I'm, I'm assuming some of them have to be because, like, not everyone's dying when they go see the doctor. A lot are still. But, like, <laughs> A lot um, are. Like, so don't ever research um, the history of medicine. Okay, so, like, I recommend whenever people are coming to, like, we were just talking about dumb people trying to understand Israel and Palestine outside the media propaganda that is all pro-Palestine because that's where the money comes from. Or, sorry, pro-Israel. Pro yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. that's where the money comes from. Um, uh, I always say check the history. Yep. Learn the history because that's usually where the answers are. Um, but when it comes to doctors, if you're going to learn the history, be prepared because, you know, uh, Sonia, we've talked about the hard and soft science debate. Yeah, the, the, the crunchy taco. The, the <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the someone did a study and they realized that a lot of hard sciences were only considered were considered hard sciences when men could enter them. The minute women were allowed to, it was considered a soft science. So a lot of sociologists, psychologists, etc., when they were men, uh, it was considered a hard science. Sigmund Freud was considered a you know hard scientist, you know. Yeah. Um, and then women joined, and they're like, "Oh, this is a soft science now." That's one reason economics is considered like a hard science, uh, even though it's considered a social science. That's Which because our brains are like the way our brains work. Like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it's so funny. I'm sorry, I interrupt you because it's maybe no, no, so no. Go, go, go. Because the way our brains work, women more understand and intelligent wise can grasp the soft sciences better than men, and men can grasp the hard sciences. I think that's a myth. That's completely a myth. myth? Yeah, because oh, yeah, all these man. soft all these soft sciences were developed by men, and they were considered hard sciences at the time when they were developed by men. Women were actually allowed to be doctors up until like the eighteen hundreds, and then they were banned. Well, and no, then I mean they like work for another hundred years to be able to be allowed to be doctors yeah. again. Yeah, so it was yeah. like so it's like a lot of um yeah like the psychology and stuff like that, the fathers of psychology and stuff like that. It was developed by men. It, it, was only, it was only yeah. considered a soft science once women joined. So well, the soft science debate is only because women joined because economics is actually um, very entwined with sociology. It's very mad, but it's not so right? sociology. Sociology is mass. It's all statistics. But it's a different, a different no, type because it's emotional. It's, it's, women it's understand not, it's emotional, not emotional more. So it's you not will emotional. have men that understand and then you'll, again you'll have women who are really good in the other but like they're uh, uh, yeah you see like women are able to well it is men have all been the theories you learn in psychology yeah, but, were developed by men <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but, you but know like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs all that stuff is all developed by men the idea that it was are now women science, dominated field. yeah but that's because they're considered soft science because they're women dominated not they're not soft science because women dominate them no it's just you know what i mean the names are stupid. There's no need to have those names. I'm just—they're all hard they're sciences. sciences. They all developed in the same way. Like that. Yes. My my whole point was just. You're, like, I think you're, yeah, we're not going to agree on that. I think you're just like you're. I think it's the words is like you're stuck on that. Like I said, I don't think we're going to agree on that. We're just going to. Well, back I was just forth. saying like they're the, yeah. they're the science is the same as as economics. It literally is the same. Like the free market idea is a myth. It's a theory. 
that doesn't exist in practice that's developed via so if you take macroeconomics it's what it's developed via the same statistics as sociology so it's the same but it's only considered a hard science because men do it more if more women become ec economics it's going to become a social science well it already is a social science it's going to become a soft science yeah. in the social science it's the same thing with anthropology it's considered a soft yeah. science now only because more women are doing it but when more men were searching dinosaurs it was a hard science Yes. So yeah. like that soft sciences are more less touchy touchy, except for astronomy is considered like it's yeah, it's, see, it's, it's, it's all, yeah. all female to male. It's all science. It is. The soft science yeah. is a patriarchy concept. Yes. Yeah, that's all it is. Science, like social working. Tons of men do great jobs at social working, but women are just better. Uh like that's just it's just like there's different types. Like, but it's then you can go into social working and how they worked a lot with cops and how they were colonizers. So it's really, it's really just how you look at it, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is just something we're like going to go in in circles. Yeah. There's two different types of the science going on, but they do intertwine. They weave together. Yeah, I think but, it's just so all very niche because like. Um, a lot of sociological and psychological studies were, you know, hard. The Stanford prison experiment, like those were considered hard science experiments, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because that's because they were done by men. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, I, I think that was a very emotional study. But because it's done by men, they're like, hmm, it's real statistics. Well, like, you know, men fight each other over pretend and then <laughs> act like it's science. It's just it's just funny that they were just ridiculous. Like you don't have to be <laughs> like that. If you put women in the room together, they're not gonna act like that. They've done that study and they don't act like that. I know. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like women are better at emotional things. We're just men are at so society. Emotional. That's yeah, men are emotional. society. Anything society, women are better because I think that's up until recently, that's how, how we've been raised. Women take care of the house. Women take care of others. Men, they fuck off and do whatever they want. But like, it's just now, I think in the next few generations, we're going to see a change of men and women. Like men will get to be more emotional. Men can be the soft sciences. Men can think before they act. You know, like I think like you know hopefully. that's high hopes man that's high hopes i don't know we gotta fight climate change first or else we're not right. gonna get a fuck there there is no anything in these 16 goals that say men should be allowed to cry oh there's women rights women have the right to like be known as real people but nothing about <laughs> but oh, shit that <laughs> Like, no, not allowed. <laughs> but yeah, it's always been women equality, never like men emotional equality. It's always like men still get to be assholes. That's the only thing. I, I, I like, like, I understand the whole like men had to be like tough, have that persona type thing. But there was also like a lot of like gay or feminized men in media for decades for like the last since shakespeare you know we don't hear about it that's what the issue is is that like they've always been hidden the shakespeare wasn't hidden <laughs> like like the boys yeah, had to play about men, or yeah. like they had to play all the female roles but and you learn that, about like them in school and it's never anything about those like 
hit like the concept of actual queen you've never heard of queen i've never heard of it's never they never focus on that it's always been like he's a great writer and like always focuses on like the gender sure men it was always met, done by men 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 are great men 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 it's never been like men get to be women or men get to be gay men get to be emotional it's always been like see we are taking over the world like it's like even though you learn about Shakespeare and the fact that they had he always did yeah but I'm saying like bands like now was, like Queen um uh um what's the other guy from Labyrinth Bowie Bowie uh even Nirvana he uh, Kurt Cobain used to wear dresses all the time but you have to be a rock star you can't just be some average no guy. no no that's what I was gonna say I was like I was like yeah. they had prominent figures it just never um translated which again is why like the male suicide rate is so high yeah um and and now we're entering the great divorce that's a period of time where now right now we're having the highest rates of divorce in North America and, and non-marriages <laughs> people aren't getting married anymore yeah. they're not having, so, not having children yeah like, the great male that. loneliness because they can't yeah. just buy us anymore like yeah. they're trying they're going to other countries they're trying but they the I the you put something too. in about that about passport bros I don't know why that's not in there. <laughs> that's, maybe it's under gender equality. I don't know. It's not there. <laughs> like, no passport bros. Nothing um, on there. I feel no. like we should maybe end this here and then do a part two next week. Yeah, I we think still we have so two. much to touch on. I and was just like, oh, no. There's just so much because it's such like a wide topic. Um, there's 16 parts to it so yeah it's a wide topic well it's a wide topic it's like, like like I said I mean you were focusing on specific parts of that and I was just focusing on the UN as a whole and Sonia had this whole structure that we didn't even get to because he kept going on fucking tangents it's, that's her <laughs> whole thing soft tacos. <laughs> okay yeah Okay, okay, so we'll end it here uh, and uh, be prepared for part two next week um, we remember, we yeah, I, I will. I will write it down. <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna be like, we also got things to talk about the UN. We barely touched on this topic. What we didn't touch the about? UN at all. Yeah, we missed a lot. <laughs> uh, so we will have a part two next week. Hopefully, we can figure out Don's uh, sound issue because Streamyard hates her now. Yeah. All of a sudden, no idea. Next um, week, nice to meet. <laughs> I do want to thank Stephanie Hurst again for uh, being our VIP patron and also donating uh, a signed copy of her book to our live stream on December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Our 16-hour Tipsy All the Way live fundraising live stream where we'll be uh, uh, giving away prizes and accepting donations for our three causes this year. Um, and keep an eye on all our socials because we're going to have a giveaway soon if it's not already uh, up and just <laughs> well, lots of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah, just just follow all of our stuff because we have a lot going on. So much shit. <laughs> so much shit. All the stuff. So much. I just, I just want to ask Stephanie, since the last time she was on, she let us know that she talks to us and we don't talk back. Uh, did you feel oh, left yeah. out this time? Like, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> sorry, Stephanie. Stephanie, what is your position on Israel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we love God. you, Stephanie. <laughs> love you. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, everyone, have a good night. Have good night, night, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. We hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a new episode of Opinionated Lushes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And unedited episodes Saturday on YouTube. Have a cocktail suggestion? A topic of interest? A good drinking word? Feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at opinionatedlushes at gmail.com. See you next week. Don't forget your drinks. And your opinions. 